Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. I have to be honest with you. There are some dead giveaways when you're having a conversation in Spanish that scream I'm a gringo. I'm a gringa. (laughs) I do not speak Spanish as my native language. Um, And yes, I know we're not trying to trick people into thinking we're native speakers, but it would be nice, right, for someone to say, hey, is Spanish your native language? That always feels like a compliment to a language learner. But there are some dead giveaways that you are clearly struggling to speak the language in a way that flows. And I'm going to go over five things that you should absolutely stop saying 100% 100% the next time you have a conversation in Spanish. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Así que vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast. The show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, queridos oyentes, ¿cómo están? Bienvenidos al episodio 149 the podcast Learn Spanish Con Salsa. Welcome to episode 149 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now in this episode, I'm having a little bit of fun because, you know, there's certain things that I know I used to say all the time when I first started learning Spanish and they were dead giveaways that I was very, very new to the language, um, very green, I guess you would say. And these things are perfectly fine when you're first starting out. I don't want you to get the idea that you can never say these things. But if you're sort of an advanced beginner, you want to be more at the intermediate level, you want to get to fluency, these are some bad habits that we can start as beginners that we really should shed 
as we approach, you know, getting more fluent in the language. So I wanted to go over these things uh, so that, you know, again, these are, they're not horrible, but I want you to stretch yourself. I'm always asking you on the podcast to take action. And one of the actions that we can take is actually challenge ourselves to improve our conversation. And to do that, uh, sometimes we need to break some bad habits. So last week I talked a little bit about some of those things that um, I would have done if I started all over again, uh, because, you know, again, reflecting on it, you know, there's some just mistakes that I didn't have to make that wasted a lot of time. So these are some other things I think that we can try to break ourselves out of if we want to begin to have more uh, fluent and, and fluid conversations in Spanish. So I'm going over five things that you should absolutely stop saying in Spanish. So the next time you have a conversation, watch to see if you say this. And I want you to challenge yourself to come up with a different way to respond. And hopefully I can help you with that part too, <laughs> right? All right. So the first thing that you should absolutely stop saying in Spanish is así, así. And I don't know if people are still doing this, but I know when I was in school, uh, in our textbooks, when we were told that there were a few ways to respond to the question, ah, como estas, or como esta usted, what, you know, how are you? So we were told we could say, ah, estoy bien, gracias, or we could say, ah, estoy así, así. And um, it wasn't until I actually started speaking the language and someone told me, like, no one says that. I was like, well, what do you mean no one says that? It's in the textbook. They're literally, I've never heard that. And I'm a native speaker. And I'm like, who put this in this textbook? Where did this come from? And this is something I've heard several times. So if you have ever heard anyone use this term outside of a classroom, please DM me on Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa and let me know. Uh, but as far as I know, así, así is not really an appropriate way to respond to como estás. We were told to say that like, oh, I'm feeling okay, right? But no. Uh, so here's what you should say instead. So if you've been saying that or if you had that in the textbook, and again, I hope this is outdated and no one's doing this anymore, but I thought I'd cover it just in case you had that old textbook and you were going, ah, estoy así, así. Um, what you would actually say is más o menos. Más o menos. So it literally means like more or less, but it's like, oh, more or less okay. It's like, I'm, I'm all right. Am I right? That's how I translate it. <laughs> so, um, so again, please do not say "I see, I see." If someone says "Como estás" and you don't want to just say "I'm, I'm well," because maybe you're not a hundred percent well, maybe you're not like "Oh, super bien," then you can say "Ah, más o menos, más o menos." So that would be my uh, substitution for that. So don't say "I see, I see." The second thing, and this is related to the same question, that I want you to stop saying is bien gracias y usted or bien gracias y tú when someone asks you how you are and again we do this in english all the time so it's not a horrible thing um it's not really a bad habit but i, I just again i want you to stretch yourself so in english you know if someone says oh hey how are you how's it going you're like oh, i'm fine how are you we're used to saying it it's the same in spanish Estoy bien. you know and it's, it's because we really, you know, just try to use that as a greeting. It's not really meant to get deep into your personal life and really talk about how you're doing. Um, if you're, you know, talking to a stranger in passing. So that's perfectly fine if you're just, you know, saying hi to someone and you're not going to have a more in-depth conversation. But I would encourage you if you're going to have a session with a language coach or a teacher or a friend that you actually tell them how you're doing and find some more 
um, natural sounding ways to respond to that question. So uh, to do that again, it's really about practice. And the first thing I would do to come up with that is I would just monitor sort of the things I actually say in English. So when someone says, how are you? And you've been having a day, whatever kind of day you've been having, you usually will get into a little bit more explanation than just saying, bien, gracias, y tú? You would say something like, ah, eh, estoy más o menos, la verdad es que estoy muy triste o estoy, he estado muy ocupada esta semana. Like, I've been very busy this week, or I'm sad. Or you would say, ah, eh, estoy bien porque me encanta el sol, es un día soleado, something like that, right? Oh, I love the sun, it's a sunny day, whatever, right? Um, or you would kind of start to talk about what's going on with you. This is, again, this is an entryway into a conversation. It's not meant to be a way to shut down the conversation. So if someone asks you how you're doing, this is an invitation to start talking more. Um, again, if you're having a conversation, it's not just a stranger in passing. So you want to get used to uh, coming up with uh, more realistic uh, responses to this question. Um, and also, even if, if you are in a more of a formal setting, let's say you go to a restaurant and you want to order in Spanish or something like that, and, the, and they ask you, like, how are you doing? It can be a great icebreaker to give an unexpected answer to this question, right? Like, it works in English, too, you know, and I, I tend to be, again, I tend to be a little bit silly and a little bit sarcastic, and I know a lot of people don't like sarcasm, uh, but I do tend to, like, throw things in sometimes just to kind of throw people off or just kind of lighten the mood because uh, life can get kind of boring. <laughs> Learning language can get boring, too, if you approach it in this way. So uh, I would just suggest maybe you come up with... Um, uh, algunas bromas, so some jokes, uh, chistes, something that you could say that kind of break the ice, something unexpected, uh, so that, uh, you know, it kind of alerts people and wakes them up. And then also lets them know, oh, this person actually does speak Spanish. They're not just hitting in this restaurant on the struggle bus trying to figure out how to order a taco. Like they actually want to speak the language. So you want to think about some more natural ways. And again, the way that I would do this is just kind of watch yourself, how you express yourself in English. You know, uh, what are the things that you would normally say at a restaurant? Maybe you're not a goofball like me. Maybe you would launch into a very serious conversation. Whatever it is that you do um, in English, try to incorporate those aspects of your personality into Spanish. So listen to yourself while you're talking to your friends and family and go, oh, you know, I usually say this. How would I say that in Spanish? And try to bring it to your Spanish conversations. So again, stop just saying, bien gracias y usted. Actually tell someone how you're doing. All right. The third thing that I want you to stop saying in Spanish, and this is just a pronunciation issue. It's uh, saying the name of the country that you're from if you're from the United States. So this only really applies if you live in the U.S. So sorry for the rest of my listeners uh, in other countries. But if someone asks you where you're from, because this, again, this conversation or this question calmly comes up, especially if you're talking to people on Skype or Zoom uh, in other countries in Spanish, uh, people might just ask you where you're from. Please stop saying, soy de Estados Unidos. Soy de Estados Unidos, right? Because if we're saying Estados Unidos or Estados Unidos, we are mispronouncing the name of the country. And it's funny because when you say that, someone goes, well, duh, obviously, because I can hear your accent, right? So the proper way to really pronounce that, the D, 
that uh, in, in both estado and unido are pronounced more like the th in the word though. So in English, we have this sound and in Spanish that is the sound of the D when it's in between two vowels so it can be really easy again because we're talking we're saying United States so it okay so yeah I'm gonna say it with my American accent Estados Unidos but if you really just make this effort <laughs> to pronounce the name of the country you're from correctly uh, I think that it will really uh, show again a higher level of uh, fluency. So again, Estados Unidos. Estados Unidos. Not Estados Unidos or Estados Unidos. None of that. <laughs> All right. So work on your pronunciation uh, of Estados Unidos. And, you know, like I mentioned uh, last week, if you really want to focus on your pronunciation to correct that and any other mistakes that you might be making that you're not even aware of, uh, definitely check out our Spanish uh, pronunciation mastery course. You can just go to SpanishPronunciationMastery.com. Our team is excellent about giving you individualized feedback. So if there's something you're not sure about, you just record a voice note, you let us know, and we get back to you with personalized feedback. So uh, again, if you're interested in really working on your pronunciation, SpanishPronunciationMastery.com. The next thing that I want you to absolutely take out of your Spanish vocabulary, uh, and this is when you're having a conversation uh, and, you know, maybe you're meeting someone and they're asking you, you know, like, oh, how did you learn Spanish or where did you learn Spanish or why did you learn Spanish, right? Like we always get these uh, questions when we're talking to someone and they, they come to realize that we, we speak the language, but we're not a native speaker. They might ask you, um, you know, oh, like, uh, ¿dónde aprendiste español? Like, where did you learn Spanish? Or they might just ask you, and this seems silly, but it happens to me all the time. It just happened to me a few weeks ago, actually. When you respond to someone in Spanish, or you start speaking to them in Spanish, they might actually ask you, do you speak Spanish? Which I find kind of hilarious because it's like, I, well, I just said something to you in Spanish. But they probably think, oh, maybe you just know those five words and you don't actually speak the language. You're just really trying to help me, help me out here, right? So a lot of times when you start that conversation, and you're like, oh, hola, ¿cómo estás? Estoy bien. Ah, hablas español. Right? Because they're kind of like asking, oh, out of curiosity, like, oh, wow, you speak Spanish? Uh, so that happens quite a bit. Or they might ask you, you know, if they don't speak um, English uh, and you're meeting someone, depending on the situation, they might ask you, habla español, right? So if someone asks you that, please stop saying, ah, sí, hablo un poquito, hablo un poco. Like, I speak a little bit of Spanish, right? And the reason that I want you to stop saying that, not because it's not true, because right, you, you're probably not fluent yet, right? That's why you're still listening to me talk about things that you can do to improve your Spanish. So it's not that we want to lie to people and tell them, oh, no, I'm a native speaker. That's not the point. But we want to break out of the habit of saying, hablo un poquito, hablo un poco, because it diminishes our own ability to speak the language. And again, if you're a beginner and this feels comfortable for you, fine. Say it because you don't want someone to start launching into a very long uh, conversation. Ah, okay, tú hablas español, muy bien, porque yo, la, la, la. And, there, and it sounds to you like, la, 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 right? That's why you say hablo un poquito because you don't want someone to assume that you speak a lot more because you'll get lost, right? I get it. It's a security blanket. <laughs> but the reason why I want you to stop saying that is so that people will actually speak to you more in Spanish. Because when you say hablo un poquito, it means like, yo no tengo confianza. No tengo confianza. You're saying, I don't have confidence in my ability. 
And even if you don't know every word in Spanish and newsflash, you never will know every word. You do not know every word in English. Even if you're a native speaker of English, there are words you still don't know. Open the dictionary. Trust me, there's plenty of them in there that you don't use and you don't know and you probably don't care about. Doesn't mean you can't have a conversation in English. So same thing with Spanish. We get into this bad habit of saying hablo un poquito because we don't want to be challenged by continuously speaking the language and we don't want them to speak at their regular speed. We want people to speak to us slowly. So we say, oh, por favor, repita, por favor, muy lento. And again, if you're an absolute beginner, that's fine. But if you are really trying to push yourself, do not say hablo un poquito. Just answer in the affirmative. Si, hablo español, right? Be confident. Si, yo hablo español, aprendí en la universidad, right? I learned Spanish in college. Si, hablo español, aprendí con la música. That's usually what I say. And then that starts a whole other conversation. What? You learn with music? Si, bailo bachata, bailo salsa. And that starts a conversation. And then we're still speaking Spanish. They haven't looked at me like, oh, they only speak a little bit. Let me just, let me not, you know, stress them out right now. <laughs> so if someone asks you if you speak Spanish, do not qualify it with un poquito, un poco. Just say with confidence. Si, yo hablo español. Si, yo soy bilingüe. See, yo estoy aprendiendo. You can say that. I'm learning, right? Um, but I would just just try to get out of the habit of saying un poco, right? <laughs> it's just so common, and I hear it so much. And, I, and I'm guilty of it. I still might slip and say that it depends on the day, right? If I don't really, if I'm tired and I don't really feel like, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't really want to talk right now, and I really don't want to talk in Spanish. I don't want to talk to anyone at all, right? I'm an introvert. I really, I have times when I just don't want to talk. So... Yeah, I'm still guilty of that sometimes. So I'm not telling you to do something I don't I don't do and I haven't done. But if you are listening to this podcast and you want to be fluent in Spanish, you have to push yourself. Get out of this habit of saying hablo un poquito. Let people talk to you. And if you get to a point where you start to get lost or you don't understand, there are ways that you can um, get around that. There's, there's strategies that you can learn. Uh, and I encourage you, if you haven't already talk to one of our coaches because that's what we do in our language coaching it's conversational coaching we are trying to help you figure out how to navigate a conversation not just learn a bunch of vocabulary but what do you do in a real life situation when you're at uh, the store and the person that you're trying to buy this vegetable from that you've never seen before because you got some recipe online that you want to try uh, this is what happened to me the first time I made sancocho by the way I go to the market I'm like I don't even know the word for this in English because we don't use this vegetable in any recipes that my family has. So I'm looking up a recipe in Spanish. I'm going to the store like, okay, I don't even know how to say this in English. I only know the Spanish word for it. And I have to buy this. And I think the clerk was Asian because one of those markets was like, you know, sometimes they have like the Asian market. They also have like the African food. Then they have the Caribbean stuff. And they have the Latin market. It's like all in one spot. I went to one of those spots. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you how do you navigate these types of situations, right? So that's the type of stuff we prepare you for in coaching. We have to go through the experience. We can't just learn about it or listen to things. We actually have to have the experience 
if we're going to learn how to navigate real life situations in Spanish conversation. So I encourage you to sign up for coaching. If you haven't already, SpanishConSalsa.com slash coach. Uh, like I mentioned uh, last week, we are still running our promotion for the month of March. Uh, if you're listening to this after March 2022, no worries. You can still go to the website to see whatever our current promotions are. Uh, SpanishConSalsa.com slash coach uh, to help you get set up with uh, setting some really bold conversation goals. But in any case, uh, back to what I was saying. So yes, if you stop saying hablo un poquito and you just say con confianza, yo hablo español, right? Then you will be able to have more in-depth conversations and you will challenge yourself. And yes, someone might say something you don't know, but that is not the end of the world. It is actually a very important part of our learning process and our growth. So stop saying hablo un poquito. Hope I've convinced you. <laughs> All right, the last thing that I want you to stop saying in Spanish And this is one that I see all the time. And this is really, again, this is one of those dead giveaways that like, I'm not comfortable. I'm a learner. I'm a beginner. I don't know what's going on. When you're having a conversation and your only response is si. Ah, hablas español. Si. Ah, okay. Y, y como estas? Estas bien? Si. Y también yo quiero probar este plato. ¿Has probado este plato? Sí. It's like, what, who is this an interview? <laughs> is it an interrogation? You know, like, so when you get into the habit of just answering yes or sí, because you're, you don't know what else to say, right? You're like, oh my gosh, there's so many words being said to me, and I'm just trying to keep up with the conversation. And a lot of times, all we can think to say is, sí, I want you to challenge yourself again. This is just like the hablo un poquito habit. Try to find more natural ways of responding. Even if you just want to say yes, maybe you don't have a lot to say. Maybe you don't know how to say more. That's fine. But try to say something else besides see, <laughs> right? You could say things, other things to express agreement. Like if you're trying to agree with someone, you can say claro, right? Claro que sí, de acuerdo. So you can, there are more natural ways of responding, even if you want to respond in the affirmative. So I'm not saying never say yes. If someone asks you, do you want something? You know, yeah, the answer is, is yes. But maybe you say, ah, sí, gracias. Oh, sí, por favor. So there's different things you can say besides sí. <laughs> And we actually do have an article um, on our website. We actually give you a list of different ways, like 10 different ways to respond in the affirmative or to express agreement in Spanish so that you don't just stand there all day going, see, <laughs> all right? So check out the show notes page, uh, learnspanishguansalsa.com slash 149 uh, for episode 149 of the podcast. Uh, and you'll get a link to that. It will give you uh, some more vocabulary so that you can stop saying, see, I call it the bobblehead. You're just like, see, see, right? All the time. So we give you some other phrases you can use to expand your vocabulary a bit. And I would encourage you to try Uh, to use them because even if you are saying yes that's fine but think about it like in english when you're saying yes like if someone says hey do you want to go to the store oh yeah sure let's go you don't go yes <laughs> hey uh what do you want to do you want to go out this weekend yes no you're like ah see sí, perfecto right oh yeah perfect let's go so again all of this is about you sounding natural and bringing your personality into the language so that you can become fluent. You will never be fluent if you just kind of follow these standard stock phrases that you got in a course and you only express yourself that way. So that's what all this is about, is encouraging you 
to reach fluency by becoming more comfortable and more natural with speaking language. And the only way to do that is to break out of these bad habits. So again, the five things that I want you to stop saying in your Spanish conversations are así, así, say más o menos. Bien, gracias y usted. No, say exactly how you're feeling. The third thing I want you to stop saying is Estados Unidos. It's pronounced Estados Unidos. The fourth thing that you need to stop saying is hablo un poco o hablo un poquito. You don't speak a little bit of Spanish. You speak Spanish. So say hablo espanol y ya. That's it. And the fifth thing, please just stop saying si. Find more ways to express agreement in Spanish than just yes. Okay, so again, I hope this episode has been helpful. If you want to talk to one of our coaches, make sure you hop on that before the month of March closes out. I don't believe this year is going by so quick. Um, wow, it's like we're almost, we're in spring already, right? We're already in spring. Uh, so this is kind of great that the year is moving through. But don't let the month get away from you before you sign up for a coaching session to push yourself to set some bold conversation goals. SpanishGuanSalsa.com slash coach. Again, SpanishGuanSalsa.com slash coach, 30% off for the month of March. As always, I hope something that you've heard in este episodio, in this episode, has helped you go one step closer, at least one step closer, from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.